Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That is correct, Chris. This week we're talking about Arrow. Draw back your bow. Draw back your bow. Cupid, Cupid, draw back your bow. There was something crazy. Like, so, honestly, why did this episode not happen uh, around um, Valentine's Day? Because we've got to set up Ray Palmer as a, a semi. Like, this is the first episode where Ray Palmer has seemed semi-normal. That didn't have anything to do with Cupid, though. No, but it didn't. But I think I think they utilized that as, like, a catalyst in the lives of Oliver and Ray and Felicity. Um I, I don't know. I think that it was just, it was a means to an end. I think and we could have done that with any it villain. It just didn't line up correctly. I don't know. They probably could have. You're probably right. But this was a wonderful villain. Yeah. Like, I, I like her a lot. Don't get me wrong. She yeah. was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, number one, let's just run down what makes her a good villain. Number one, super creepy. Oh, she was she's nuts. Been, she's been stalking him for, like, uh, at least a year now. Oh, yeah, dude. All the newspaper clippings, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy creepy. Um, she's killing people for him. So, like, you know, we talked to that shrink who says, you know, she's obsessed with it. She doesn't care about anyone else except for you. The target. Yeah. And so, uh, like, (laughs) she wants his undivided attention, and she will kill whoever gets in her way. She was going to kill the whole club. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to come back and kill all these people if you're lying to me. Oliver didn't really do a very good job uh, trying to keep her away from the club. No, no, no. Okay, so she's at the club. He knows this. That's right. He calls her and says, I'll meet you. Anywhere else in the world except for that club. What does that imply? The club means a lot to him. <laughs> the club is very important. There's if he something was, important If he was that, smart, that he'd be club. like, hey, uh, there's a 7-Eleven down here. Why don't you come meet me over here? Forget the club. I don't like clubs. Yeah. Like, just Actually, go ahead and kill everyone at the club. Yeah, sure. You know? um, but I'm going to be here. If you want to see me, you come down here. Exactly. It's like he should he should have definitely played that a little bit safer because I thought the same thing because he's like literally anywhere besides the club. And it's like, OK, <laughs> come on. That makes me be like, what's so special about this club? I want to play Oliver in poker. I really do. Yeah, he'd be, like, he'd be terrible. <laughs> I take all of his money. Like literally don't play any card unless you have a, a full house. Exactly. He, he goes, I raise. Yeah. And it's like all in. Yeah. It's like, oh, I fold. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so maybe that's his strategy. That it's just overwhelming force. Yeah. Just uh, I I uh speaking of overwhelming force, it it there was a funny moment whenever he uh, was chasing after her and was there's funny. that uh criminal and he's like, I never thought I'd be happy to see you and he just like he boom smashes his face <laughs> open. It's yeah. just awesome. I also loved like I, there was a moment where he uh he draws his bow and she draws her bow, but mm-hmm. then he shoots her like he he dodges her bullet yeah. and sh- bullet or arrow. arrow and shoots his arrow and knocks her thing and it's like obviously she's outclassed here. Oh yeah. It's like it as far as like pure fighting skills go, yeah. totally outclassed. Well that's not the issue. You know, the issue is I mean she's a, a copycat for sure. Yeah. Um and she's obsessed with him, so why would she not want to be like him? You know, right. she wants to attract his attention. Well, how better she thinks than to you know, demonstrate her her skill with a bow. I loved the moment where he finds the note in the arrowhead. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> it was so, and it's so creepy. It's like, what does she put on? Like, did the, the meticulous detail that you would have to go to, to get that little note rolled. Yep. And it's like, just shows this obsessiveness that she has. And I just love it. Right. The, um, there were two times this, this uh, episode where he got so mad. He just starts smashing things. That's true. He's like the Hulk. Now he Hulk smashes. He's, he's green. green. Yeah. 
<laughs> Oliver Smash! <laughs> Oliver Smash. I like it. Or Ollie. Ollie Smash! Ollie Smash. He also called Roy Arsenal for the first time. Oh, dude, that was cool. Like in whenever, battle. In the field. In the field, yeah. Uh, it's, it's also nice to call him uh, Arsenal, so that way no one finds out it's Roy. Like, right. nobody knows that, that his name is Roy. Right. Um, but do, don't we still call Oliver Oliver whenever he's out there, or do we call him Arrow? Because um, I know whenever, like, okay, no, so... Diggle you, does. Does he? Yeah, he okay. calls him Oliver. So it's weird, because it's like Batman, even like Robin or whoever, yeah. it's they're calling him Batman. Right. You know? Batman and, and Robin. And even whenever, like in the comics, whenever Robin is Batman's son, he doesn't call him dad. Yeah. He doesn't call him Bruce. Yeah. He calls him Batman. Right. So it's like, we got to start protecting some identities here, because it's like, this is the, she was in the feed of their communications. Mm-hmm. Didn't Slade do the same thing? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, like there was numerous bad guys who have like hacked their feeds. Well, they know who he is. Right. All the bad guys do. Yeah. Anyway, well, and it was it was it was frighteningly easy for that computer nerd to figure out where uh, where his his hideout could be. Yeah, it was bone chilling. Like whenever that happened, it was like this this moment of like, oh my! You're, like, you're actually you're glad she killed the dude, right? <laughs> yeah. Even though like there's no 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 way he deserved it, but it's no. like it's like yeah, you're glad that like. He's not just out there selling this information. I'm sure he deserved it in some way. In some way. He, I mean, they said like he was he's a criminal. They said that he was wanted and like had done this other crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sold like you know government secrets or something. Right. So whatever. Um. Yeah. So cool villain this week. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like she was uh, a good match for Oliver. Yeah. Um. And not uh, in the uh, in the way that she wanted though. No. <laughs> no. She kept calling him lover, I and mean, she's creepy as all oh, get out. Gosh, dude. it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was, and it, like I kept sitting there thinking, like, um, she was like the actress who played that part, so good at that. Mm-hmm. It was just intensely mm-hmm. like frightening. I'm honestly glad like she's not in jail and she's not. Um, she didn't die. She's part of the Suicide Squad, so we will see her again. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, you know, like how that will play out the next time they need the Suicide Squad. Dude, do you think her obsession switches to like Amanda Waller or something like that? That could be crazy. I also like the reference to uh, to Harley Quinn or whatever. Right. Uh, whenever he said they said that she's she's even crazier than the last woman they had on the team, you know, right? Or whatever. So which we saw Harley. Yep. Um. Was that does that imply though that Harley Quinn um is not on the the team anymore? Uh, I don't know. That would be interesting. Speaking of the Batman world, we talked about this on the Flash on Target. Uh, there was um I was looking into some Easter eggs in Flash. And I came across one from the first episode. Uh, Harrison looks into the future on this like futuristic newspaper. In technological crystal ball. Yes. And one of the headlines is Wayne Tech uh, um, uh, basically, I think, uh, merge, merges or acquires yeah. with, uh, with um, Queen Consolidated in the yeah. future sometime, at some point. Yeah. Well, so it, was, it was 15 years in the future or whatever, I think. So, so that implies two things. Number one, Batman exists or Bruce Wayne exists. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne Enterprises exists yeah, in, this in this universe. World. Um, number two, it um, implies that uh, Queen Consolidated comes back after some point. Right now, as we saw this episode, it has been turned into Palmer Technologies. Yeah. And I or love was it the industries. Whole, uh, I feel like you can't say, I think it was technologies. Uh, because of the whole like belt and the whole like he's sounds a, wrong he's though. A techni- Let's look it up. But it's uh, I Palmer, like Palmer Industries sounds uh, actually it sounds like Vandalay Industries. Vandalay Industries from uh, Seinfeld. Um, sounds like a name George Costanza came up with. Let me see. I, honestly, like 
<laughs> you okay, know. so I just I just Googled Palmer Tech and it sent me to like Palmer Tech Services and it gives me an address here in Nashville. So there, apparently there's there's a Palmer technology of something. That's hilarious. That didn't surprise me necessarily. Like, you know, Oliver acted like he was all upset. I think he was more upset yeah, about the Palmer fact that... Yeah, it's Palmer Technologies. More upset more so that Felicity was there. What? Isn't that what they did, both of him and Felicity, whenever, like, they talked about it? Because the logo had the oh, Adam thing going this. around it or whatever. It was That's, orbiting it. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, they, they did this motion. Yeah. Uh, Palmer Technologies. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised it took him this long to rebrand the company. Like, I thought he had his own company, and he acquired, basically... Queen consolidated. Why would he just not go ahead and slap his name on it then? Yeah, rebranded at that point. I don't know. It's it's uh, whenever you merge with the company, why wouldn't you just absorb everything? Yeah, uh, as opposed to still calling it. But maybe he was trying to still keep some of that. Uh, he's so into the city or whatever. He's still yeah. trying to keep some of the um, the old blood there, like for a while, so, and then like ease people into this whole transition. I think I've determined, and probably not me. I'm not, you know, like a brilliant strategist in terms of the arrow by any means. But so like he was after this, don't undersell yourself. He's been right about a lot of things. He's after this mine, um, that this guy operates and, uh, he wants a specific alloy. It's to create the suit. It's I gotta believe. be. It's yeah. gotta be. Um, and uh, that we saw at the end, which is really cool. The hologram was really cool. The suit looks cool. I just still don't understand his motivation. Why does he want the suit? Like because now this is now a more overt plan. This is more. Um, he's he's actively pursuing this. You know what is his plan? What is like? Why does he need this? You know. And uh, Felicity very accurately pointed out uh, that he's not really in anything for the money. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's throwing money around left and right just right. just to acquire things and just to be like to seem like a cool guy. So it's like it, that's I guess what innate, innately makes me distrust him mm-hmm. is the fact that he's trying so hard to get me to like him. Exactly. He, well, he's trying so super hard to get everyone to like him. You know, right. to get Felicity to fall in love with him and and uh, to get um, you know this investor to like him and give him control of the mine and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, um, I uh, and used her to to basically make that happen. Correct. You know, so like I, I'm still like super skeptical of him. I I don't know what his motivations are. I don't understand them necessarily. Yeah. Um. And uh, good guy, bad guy. I I mean, honestly, like I, my gut tells me he's gonna be, end up being bad guy in some in some form or fashion. I don't know, man. It seems like okay. It seems like this was the first episode. Like I said, that I I actually kind of liked the guy. I kind of actually bought the interplay between him and Felicity still a little bit creeper and stall stalkerish. Yeah. Um, but it, it was the most natural, uh, because it was this, it was, it had, it had definitely like goals and success and right. failure well, as opposed to like before it's always like, he's just trying to convince her to do weird stuff true. for no reason. Like right. this had a goal. They actually like, you know, gave or showed revealed some of his motivation, you know, like, Oh, he wanted to control his mind. And so like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Well, let's yeah. see how he deals with it. You know, like, whereas you're right before we have no motivation for any of his Nothing. actions. Yeah. And so he just seems like he's just uh, as as crazy as Cupid was. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting during the episode, uh, he tweeted out. He said, "Some people have posited that uh, Ray Palmer, uh, my character on Arrow, is comes off as stalkerish." He does. And he said, "He's like, but it's nothing like what Cupid is, right?" And I was like, "No, not to that level." But and this is the can't say you know that's not weird about it. They're so. also making him trying to make him be super super liked by. Felicity, and I don't know how I feel about that. Even even to go so far as to compare him to uh, Oliver, whenever he's doing the 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 pull salmon up, ladder, the pull up ladder, which by the way, funny, they didn't actually show him doing, and he like 
Oliver can actually do it, you know, like and look cool doing it. Yes. Like I feel like that's the hard part. Looking it's like cool doing it's it. like you could get up there like if I feel like to a certain extent, a fit yeah. person could jump up on something and then like maybe do flail it. around and like make a couple <laughs> of the rungs. Yeah, you yeah. know? Just like just you gotta move your body in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, but then to look cool doing it at the same yeah. time is is incredibly hard. And we've seen Oliver do that so much and yeah. it's almost like his just just his arms just move. I mean Stephen Amell is amazing. It's and like crazy holy and cow. Yeah. Uh actually I, I there is a it's interesting. I follow his trainer on like Instagram or whatever, and they post like all these photos. And it's really cool. Yeah. So yeah. What'd you say about uh, Ray Palmer or uh, um, Brandon Ruth? He said he like he, they, he didn't <laughs> yeah. know he was gonna. That seems dumb so, too. So, somebody asked him like how long it took him to like how how long did you have to practice before you did the salmon ladder? And he's like, they actually didn't tell me I was doing it until like the day of. And he's like, and I had just worked out. <laughs> and so it's like, he's already tired. So getting that's up. why they didn't show him doing it. Right. Is, yeah. is because it's like, I guarantee it just like, it probably didn't look super cool. Yeah. You know, or if whatever. If he could pull it off. Yeah. I mean, and even whenever he was hanging there, you could see a little bit of a shake, a little yeah, bit yeah. of a tremor in his arm. Not saying he's not a fit dude. Like he's got some muscles. Right. Like dude has like a six pack and some major muscles. I just don't like how hard they're trying to compare him to Oliver. Right. Like they're trying super hard to compare Like, Oh look, he can do the 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 salmon ladder too. Like, right? I mean, come on, guys. Like, let the guy. Uh, He's already be like- got the Superman good looks. Exactly. Well, let him be likable on his own merits rather than like trying yeah. to use this this tried and old um, method of of proving his strength. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah. The- so so back off the salmon ladder. Back off the salmon ladder. Because like what I feel like the salmon ladder is its own character on the show. Like whenever it shows up, everyone like is yes, the salmon ladder, and it's just exciting. So yeah. yeah. The, I feel uh, like it needs its own Twitter account. I think that's taking it too far. The arrow salmon ladder? I'm moving on. <laughs> um I somebody make that happen. I, I no. I did like uh um the it was a cool moment whenever Felicity and Roy, or not Roy, Ray Palmer um, kiss, and Oliver walks in, sees it, and walks out. That was, that was like heart-wrenching. Yeah, it was heart-wrenching, there. but I rewound it and watched it again. Oh, man. It's like, it was so well done. Also, like, uh, it, this was, this season, they have handled the the Felicity and uh, Oliver relationship pretty darn well. Yeah. Like, to where, like, last season, whenever it was hinted at her or whenever they tried to kind of put that in, mm-hmm. it, I didn't buy it as well. Yeah. But this season, I'm like, it's it just seems right. It just right. seems like it fits. Yeah. And to see uh, to see this week, I loved Diggle and his role in, yes. in kind of trying to set them up and to try, try to, like, nudge them both towards each other mm-hmm. and, like, say, well, no, she wants this. And then and say, well, no, he wants this. And I mean, that sort of thing. He's got good so. points, though, where, oh, like, yeah. Oliver is is um is overprotective of her and you know is jealous of her and whoever gets to be with her but yet he refuses to make um anything happen on that front. Uh, and it's 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 grossly unfair to felicity yeah. to behave in that manner yeah and well, honestly it's it's unfair to yourself to do that as well well like whenever he's sitting there talking to felicity and felicity says something like well he should be the one talking to me not you it's like i agree with her yeah. i 100 percent agree with her yep. but i do understand why why uh, uh diggle would do that because it's like he's just trying to figure out what where she's at mentally yeah so then whenever he does end up talking to oliver he can push him in the right direction right because it's like like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I also like how, you know, we, we ended up um, – Oliver has been he, – he's so withdrawn from people in general. Um, and it, but he he knows he needs relationships, and yeah. I love how they like they decide to go get something to eat um, with Diggle and um, his family. And, you know, like 
he realizes this is what he needs. You know, like he doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily need a love interest. He needs, you know, friends and family, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that's honestly been missing from the show since um, probably the first season. You know, like it was, it, was, it was always cool to see him interact with his family. Even though Thea's back, you're not seeing him interact with her that much on and a... Moira's gone. Moira's gone. You know, like um, there's still kind of a divide there between him and Thea. And so, uh, you know, you're not going to see them talk through issues. And honestly, until she figures out, you know, that he's Arrow, that's not going to happen. Right. Um, and we and, have that whole showdown with Malcolm and stuff. Right. So um, that, that was a cool place to end the episode. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I loved whenever, because we have Roy's thing. And Roy, it's interesting that so many times in this show and in other shows, because you have so many storylines going on, you can't just keep a storyline um, at the at the forefront yeah. for multiple episodes a lot of times. Right. And so, but it was nice to see that Roy, like we haven't forgotten about the fact that Roy has killed somebody and is like, it is dealing with this. Right. Um, we haven't forgotten about the fact that he's like, he's obviously not okay or whatever. And so for Oliver to have that, that interaction with him yeah. where he slams it down and like throws everything off. And then Roy comes up and says, are you okay, man? And he's yeah. like, no, I'm not okay. Are you? And he's like, no, no, I'm not. Like he finally admits it that I'm not because Oliver just told him, Hey, it's okay to not be okay. Right. You know, it's, it's a normal thing to not be okay with what's going on. Right. So, uh, I, I liked that. Well, I mean, it's more damaging to yourself to push everything down inside than to get it out in some way, yeah. whether it's through talking through it or, you know, like expressing it in a, in some way. Um, it's, it's more damaging to mentally and emotionally and to yourself to, to repress those emotions. Well, it's also, they're on a team, you know, they're they're They live in each other's lives. They know each other's, you know, big secrets and yeah. stuff. And so it, to keep things, to keep an area of your life, just barricaded off from the people that, that care about you the most and that yeah. know everything about you is just, that's not an, a healthy place to be. And, and so for Roy to kind of go through an episode or, or, or so of that happening and then right. to finally say, yeah, I'm not okay. It's fine. I also like the fact that he's a complete side character to this this story. Mm-hmm. But they gave him a story. They gave him a they gave him a point A, point B. You know, he's right. completely different. So well, I mean, you know, it's interesting that we say all that. You know, and that Oliver, hey, he realizes, yeah, you can't keep things from each other. Although he keeps his entire past from everyone. Every, th- I mean, he'll be like, oh yeah, I knew this person. Someone shows up who's who's killing everyone. Oh yeah, this is. Um, I ran into them before. They were pretty bad. I should I should have said something yeah. back then. Uh, by the way, I've been uh, thinking about this for weeks. I thought it was this person, but I just didn't know, so I didn't want to say it. Come on, <laughs> come on, Chris. Give it, maybe maybe he's learned his lesson. No, no, he's definitely not. No. Um, what did you think? Okay, there's one thing that was incredibly strange about this episode, okay. and uh, like to the point where I just like. I couldn't believe, like it broke the pacing, it broke the, just everything about the episode. And it was the DJ and Thea. I don't know. Like, what is that? I don't. Who is this guy? No idea. Um, I don't know if he's supposed to like be a character later on in the show and we're kind of just setting him up and he ends up being a, a villain or like he seemed like he was trying really hard to work at that club. That's true. Does he know that Oliver's there and does he have some kind of connection to that? Is he, does he have some kind of connection to like the League of Assassins and Whoa. he's there because Thea's there? That'd be crazy. The, like the surfer DJ guy. Yeah. <laughs> like he comes in and he's an, an assassin, like the League of His Assassins. His DJ Evil. <laughs> oh man yeah dj league of assassins yeah <laughs> uh, with z's though <laughs> yes 
assassins. assassins. <laughs> um, so who knows? But it did seem like it was thrown in there, but I feel like it'll pay off later. I um, hope so, because it was so weird. Uh, the other thing is like, well, what if he, you know, like the only, only other thing I could see him being is like a love interest for Thea, like that will get in between her and Roy and somehow set something off there. See, that's what I thought was going on. And I thought that's incredibly CW-ish. Yeah. Like uh, it just it just felt so forced. We're just dealing with so many, so many storylines right now that I I want them to start resolving some of them. You know, like we still didn't get any traction on um, you know, the uh, Ra Ra's al Ghul coming, you know, and gonna take out Oliver or something like that. Um, we didn't uh, see any kind of traction on Malcolm Merlin and his designs for Thea slash Oliver, because I mean he knows who it, the arrow is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the only thing we really did was set up, uh, set up Ray Palmer as either a threat or an ally. So right. it's, you know, other than making a little bit of traction on that front, but it wasn't really anything that paid off in a big way. Correct. What do you think? Well, okay. Last, so last, um, week we had the tease for, uh, this week with yep. Cupid. What? Mr. Boomerang. Yeah. What was Captain, that all about? Captain Boomerang, I think is his name. I think he's just, I mean, I don't know if he's in the city because he, maybe he is part of the League of Assassins. I mean, that would be interesting. Um, uh, the guy, who did, I mean, he killed this guy for a specific reason, obviously. I just don't know what we're trying to tease, you know, because honestly, the next arrow we get is the arrow flash crossover. Well, Mr. Like Captain Boomerang or whatever is a semi, like, is a flash villain too, like every once in a while in the comics. Yeah. I mean, so. Is that going to tie in? Is this starting off? Because we have another Flash in between now and the Flash and Arrow tie-in. Maybe maybe this kicks off like the Flash and Arrow tie-in, and he's like in there somewhere. Um, I don't know. Like That's interesting. I, I hadn't thought about the fact that like the next Arrow we get is the, the, the crossover. Yeah. I just didn't, you know, like, you know, the, it made sense last week to have Cupid at the end because she's going to be this episode. Right. And then we see this villain, and it would make sense that he'd be the next episode unless, like, because out of context, you know, seeing, seeing uh, um, uh, Ra's al Ghul, that makes sense. Right. Um, because he's such a major character. And he's, and he's being all maniacal behind the scenes. Even if you don't planning. see him the next episode, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Now, seeing Captain Boomerang, it's like, why? Why would you? Yeah. Why now? I, I think don't his name's know. Captain Boomerang. I don't know. It's something Boomerang. But it's like, yes. Um, it, the only reason I'm going back on that is Captain Cold and Captain Boomerang. It's, they're both captains. Of what? Of ships? Sure. The pirate ships. They're... <laughs> <laughs> They're naval vessels. I feel like yeah. I feel like now, like uh, Jack Sparrow is going to run on and be crazy. But I, you know, like um, yeah, that's a good point because, like, I don't know. I just don't know where we're going with with that storyline and that character. I don't know where we're going with a lot of these storylines right now, and I think that's the biggest downfall to the show right now. Is like yeah. it's this big web of unfinished stories, and after a while, you just start to lose track of them all, and then yeah. we'll. But we'll also. F- spend an entire episode focusing on this one self-contained kind of story like we did this week with Cupid. Like I would almost rather like let's move some of these other storylines along and because my biggest fear is we get to either the mid-season finale or the season finale. We have so many loose ends out there. We try to tie them all up in like one or two episodes and it feels rushed. That while would be we spent rushed. too much time on these ancillary characters to have self-contained episodes. I will say like this this episode definitely felt like um of of the last like 3 or 4 or whatever this one has been a highlight. Like this one has yeah. been um 
even though it kind of had the self-contained thing, we made major traction as far as the relationships go. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to see maybe that happen. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. It's like there's so much epicness that has to happen before the end of this season to mm -hmm. be for it to be a satisfying season of television. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that has to happen. Yeah. And so you almost wonder, like, as the episodes tick by, it's yeah. like we're eight episodes in. What have we got left? We've got what sixteen episodes less than less than sixteen. Yeah, like or twelve or, episodes. We're like left. a third of the way in already, and yeah. we're not. All we have is a bunch of questions, no answers. This is lost right all over again <laughs> sorry I, I need to put like a 808 in there with that and have the uh, have the whole like weird looking the fade in yes yes as it comes at you, you zoom out from someone's eye oh gosh or the uh or the smoke monster mm. if the smoke monster shows up on this show it's jacob like, i'm done <laughs> dude jacob was actually okay Jacob was on what was the show after? It was the Tomorrow People. Tomorrow People, yeah. Uh, whenever, whenever we had that, uh, he was on that show, and it was it's crazy, yeah. Anyway. Which got canceled, I believe. Which did get canceled, uh, but it had it Robbie did, Mel. It had in Robbie Mel in it, yeah. But now he's on the Flash, or like he is has been in an episode of the Flash. Well, he's so. supposedly dead on the Flash. That's true. They they killed him before the show even started. Exactly. That's a sad. That's a, like a figure sad. that one out. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot more to talk about this episode. Hoods up, hoods down. Hoods up. Hoods up for sure. Um, I want to see see more of Cupid. Like I want to see yeah. like the She's her, a great villain, and I want to see her and Deadshot. Like how they interact together. I'm still not a huge fan of this version of Deadshot. Really? I, I mean, he's just a weird guy, man. Like I just can't relate to him at it's all. True. Her, I can you know relate to because I like the Arrow as well. Like she just likes him a little uh, more obsessively, a little too much than I do. Okay. She didn't have a podcast about him though. I have that over. There you go, Chris. That's the. One. The arrow's going to notice. Yeah. He's going to notice. He's going to notice me, man. Uh, all right. So are you ready for some quotes? Sure. All right. We have uh, Felicity walks in, sees the salmon ladder and goes, oh, I have a type. There you go. And then we have uh, Ray Palmer saying, uh, it's couture. And he says, I, which I'm pretty sure is French for expensive. Let's talk about the, that for a second. That's something I mentioned. Okay. Um, I won't spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. I will say every single time that they try to dress uh, Felicity up and make her like she wears an evening gown or something like that, she looks unbelievably short. Yeah. Like the costume, I've not been impressed with the costume designers. Like put her in, like everybody. Well, like season, like okay, you think about like season, uh, like the end of season one or whatever, where she yeah. dressed up. It's yeah. like they did such a great job until like this season. It yeah. seems like they've had like um, some interesting choices as far as like her character. And goes. I realize the actress is a short person, but there's there are clothes that you can have her wear that will make her not look short. Like it's possible. You know, and every single time, like, it's just kind of like, oh, come on, guys, like, do a better job of not making her look like a tiny midget person, especially next, standing next to Ray Palmer. Dude, he's a tall guy. He's very tall, but he's a tall guy. And that doesn't help things. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved her hair this episode, though. Like, yeah. whenever they, they it was good. And then the, uh, the, the necklace, that yeah, whole the necklace thing, cool. that situation, that whole interchange, like, the, uh, the interchange between her and Ray, like, that's yeah. whenever I was like, okay, Ray's not a crazy I like the end results maniac. of this. I was just saying, I'm not impressed with the costume design for her. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I and I, I would probably agree. I don't know that I noticed like explicitly, but now that you mention it, it's like okay, yeah, they have been like there's longer that sort of. It's thing. It's like you so. know she's showing her. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's just ankles and like it looks like she just has no legs. <laughs> yeah. In these dresses. So more quotes. We have Oliver would rather go ten rounds with the League of Assassins than talk about his feelings. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty so hardcore. true. That's so true. We didn't talk about the flashbacks this week. Oh, the flashbacks! I we like talk about it. I, I like the flashbacks a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I, I liked flashing back to whenever we had the uh, like her origin story. Like that was cool. Uh, Cupid's origin story. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That that was cool. Whenever we flash back to this thing that we saw happening, mm-hmm. um, and there it was. You know, it was cool seeing her. Yeah. So I guess that's a good flashback. You know, and it wasn't technically a flashback. It was a flashback. Um, and it was it was cool like seeing you know photos of her at the different crime scenes. So it kind of gave yeah. context for this. I was talking more about the the, the flashbacks in Hong Kong. Ah uh, yes. Um, and that's right. And it, like honestly, they got me. I thought this dude was dead. Me too. And uh, nope. He was okay. Well, also, like, it shows up. She has some major, like, ninja skills. Oh, yeah. Like, super cool. Yeah. I, I want to, I, I really want to explore her storyline more. Katana, maybe? Like, that would be amazing. Be awesome, right? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that would be, like, the most ideal situation is if we spawn some more of these, like, heroes and some more of these, like, classic uh, characters via his backstory. She's definitely not as innocent as she kind of um, comes across as, you know? Like, she, her husband's in the League of Assassins, but I think she, could possibly be as well, or was at one time. Um, you know, she can definitely hold her own. Well, they were also talking about Japan and like have it. You know, they they made someone really mad over there. They had yeah. to leave. They had to had to run away. So it's like it's. <laughs> It's, there's got to be a pretty intense situation for you to move from Japan to like Hong Kong, right? You know, it's like that's that's a pretty you know. I feel like if for them to have to like abandon their entire life and yeah. just come to a different country, completely, you know, mm-hmm. like he said, be the outsiders essentially. A lot of a lot of stuff in the backstory there that I want to investigate. I also like you know Oliver basically has to do his chores and wash his clothes, you know, and he he just like I don't that was I don't, a great I don't know touch. How I've never done this before. It's know? nuts that we've been watching those flashbacks for two years, and so he's experienced two years, and he's never had to do it because he was yeah. on the island, and yeah. and he's never really had to do this. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, let me see. Where was I? Uh, it's Corsair, which is pretty sure is French for expensive. That I will throw this out there. There was a really awesome moment where the place that she was keeping the mob boss or whatever, it was called Sherwood Florist. That's amazing. And she's an archer. That's amazing. I just, I thought that was amazing mm-hmm. whenever they, they threw that out there. She's like, oh, it's called Sherwood Florist. And I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so not a quote, but awesome. And then we have, uh, oh no, I, I can't wear that. I'm not even sure I'm supposed to look at it about the necklace. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a great, great moment. Uh, and then we have Ray isn't interested in making money. He's interested in making the world a better place. Mm. And so it's like, but is he really, is he really? Yeah. He's trying to build. I think he's interested in building some sort of a super suit. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's <laughs> what it seems like. That's what he's really interested in. Yeah. And then, uh, then there was the, uh, Cupid who was talking about her therapist and said, she thinks love is a disease, but it's not. Love is the cure. <laughs> and with that. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, the last thing I, I forgot to mention as well. I forgot a lot of things. There's a lot of things. I'm Sorry. reminding you of things as we do the quotes. Uh, that doesn't usually happen. It was interesting to see how like the team operates without Felicity. So she was on Flash um, a couple weeks ago, and it seemed like yeah. they got along well with her. Out well with her then. Maybe, but she had to like set up something like some sort of an algorithm where they just basically press the button. <laughs> That's and, true. Like, but then like they, you know, they kind of like they were falling apart without her this week. Although some of it was was uh, self contrived on Oliver's part, but some of it was like Diggle, like who leaves Diggle in control of the the computers? Dude, I feel like he's gonna install like you know virus Diggle, protection, just punch like him. Ma- McAfee uh, virus protection and stuff on there. He's like, oh, we need some some of this, some of this. He's probably installing like uh, like emulators on there to play play as you know video games video games and i don't stuff. think dick will play video games he doesn't seem like the, the guy i feel like maybe 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 I don't know, maybe some street fighter or something yeah yeah something where it's like you know big dudes fighting with each other there you go <laughs> yeah 
Well, I think that's it for this week. You can check out our uh, other podcast. We have Flash on Target. We talked about uh, this week's Flash. We also uh, have the review of Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Um, yep. Also, earlier this month, we did uh, the review for Interstellar and review for Big Hero 6. You can check those out at stayontargetpodcast.com or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. There it is. You can follow me at JohnWright777 on Twitter. And ChrisWright250 and at stayontargetpod. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. <laughs>